Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 26th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. We also reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We've got so much to talk about. We've got so little time. Yesterday, it was uh, Sam Bushman on your uh, TV. (laughs) The Sheriff Mack Show with Richard Mack, the good sheriff. Former sheriff of Graham County, Arizona. The beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. And uh, not only was it a TV broadcast, but a radio simulcast. And uh, we had on Tina Peters. She's the Mesa County, Colorado clerk slash recorder. Uh, she ran for Secretary of State of the great state of Colorado as well. You want to learn more about her? Tina Peters for Colorado.com. That's Tina Peters for Colorado.com. And, you know, we've been hearing bits and pieces of her riveting story about how she discovered election fraud how she literally went in and and, uh, got voting machine information and data proving criminal activity. They then tried to turn that back on her and claim that she violated all kinds of laws. So she's been uh, indicted and everything else under the sun. She stands tall and true with the truth, and the information that she's brought out is devastating to those who uh, pretend there's no election fraud. They're the real election deniers. Isn't that interesting how we play games with labels? If I say there's election fraud, they say I'm an election denier. The truth is they're saying there's no fraud. They're the election deniers. Do you see how that works, ladies and gentlemen? But we make a claim. They laugh at us, mock us, say that there's no evidence for our claim. Well, then the New York Times, uh, is, in the ultimate irony, got caught big time. One day they said, yeah, this Connick thing, this Mr. You, there's nothing real about it. Eugene U uh, isn't uh, a bad guy at all. Uh, he's a professor. He's the owner of this Connex company. They deal with voting. Um, software, etc. No big deal. They're lying. We say, yeah, they store the information in, on Chinese servers. No, that's a lie, a conspiracy. Well, the New York Times made that big claim and mocked us one day, literally the very next day. So on Monday, they mocked us. On Tuesday, they had to admit we were factual and they were wrong. Headline says, judge now forces true the vote to name source of Connick Inc.'s poll <coughs> worker Name, the Texas Tribune with the article on this. But this is shocking because why should they have to name the name? All you've got to do is find out if it's true or not. And you know what? Los Angeles County found out it was true. And they indicted Mr. U all the way from Michigan and brought him back there and arrested him and everything else because it's true that the Chinese servers did hold American data against American law. So when we made that claim, and they lied to you for literally months on end, years on end, actually, claiming we had no evidence, the fact is we were right, and they had to admit it in the New York Times. 
Literally one day they lied, next day they admitted it. On Monday they said, oh, they're crazy. Tuesday they said, well, yeah, this guy got arrested. But they're still crazy. Uh-huh. And now uh, Greg Phillips uh, and Catherine Engelbrecht forced to reveal the name. I don't think that the attorney should have ever revealed the name. I think they should say, you're crazy. We're not revealing the name. We're not doing it. That's not what's at evidence in this case. However we got the information is irrelevant. The fact remains that it's illegal. And the fact remains true the vote was correct. And re- revealing the name was a mistake, in my humble opinion. But anyway, we talked about that with Tina. We also talked about the incredible new movie called Selection Code. You want to watch it? It's free, selectioncode.com. Now, Selection Code is the movie that follows the story of Tina Peters, uh, the county clerk in Mesa County, Colorado. She made a backup of her Dominion voting system server only to stumble across evidence of manipulation in the recent local city city council election and also the 2020 election, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is where they say, well, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of the general election in 2020. Well, maybe it would have, maybe it wouldn't have, I don't know. But when you start tampering in city elections or county elections or state elections, ladies and gentlemen, this is not about Donald Trump anymore. Do you read me? Yes, Donald Trump is a casualty in election uh, irregularities as one might say, or fraud, as another might say. I think the reality is somewhere in between, depending on who we're talking about. I believe most people are not committing fraud. I believe most people just don't know what's happening, right? Most people, even good guys and gals, are in the mix, and they say, you know what, I don't believe this is happening because and where they're at, where they sit from their, quote, vantage point, even on the inside oftentimes, they don't see it. So to them, it doesn't exist. They're thinking, hey, man, I'm in the middle of this, and I don't see it. Therefore, I have knowledge, and I know it's not happening. Well, uh, what they don't understand is they only have limited knowledge, limited information. But it doesn't mean they're committing fraud, and it doesn't mean they're lying. It means they're uh, being uh, literally manipulated without even realizing it, right? Uh, Anyway, there you have it. And then when we bring up, hey, there's election fraud, then they just gaslight till the cows come home and mock us and ridicule us, not on the facts, but on the agenda, right? So uh, was 2020 stolen? It's deeper than that, says SelectionCode.com movie. You've heard it says those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. And that's really the quintessential point we're driving home here, folks, that you know what? There is a scandal. The average election clerk or whatever might be a good person, but they don't know that their data is stored on a communist Chinese server to be reviewed at will at any time by the Communist Party, right? Okay, the average election clerk didn't know that until Engelbrecht and Phillips uh, and CSPOA helped get the news out, hopefully. Right, but that, that's where we go, see? So look, folks, what about those who who code to vote or code the vote, so to speak? <clears throat> you know what? What if our leaders aren't being elected by us? They're being selected by the coders. That's the problem. And we have our data stored on Chinese servers, and they say we say there's election fraud or irregularities without evidence. How do they even make that claim anymore? You will not be able to unsee what you see, says Tina Peters about the movie. 
Colorado clerk Tina Peters pled not guilty. All right. Anyway, we talked about that. Um, we also say get C- CSPOA, MSN, or wow, get CSPOA SMS messages um, directly to your phone. Here's what you do. You text CSPOA to 53445. 53445. Text the message CSPOA, and then you'll get on the texting list. And we got some incredible news coming up about that. Not on the radio today, but in the next several days, expect information uh, coming your way. Archives of the broadcast yesterday for the Sheriff Mac Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. If you want the video version, then uh, you can go to, sorry, you can go to brighteon.com. I'm trying to get this right because the live one's brighteon.tv. So brighteon.com for the archives of the video or lovingliberty.net for archives of the radio portion. That was our one. Hour two, the good Sheriff Richard Mack was with me still. And we talked about Republican candidate for governor, Carrie Lake, torpedoed talking points about her being a, quote, election denier. We played the soundbite where she was at a a campaign stop, and they brought this up. Oh, aren't you a campaign election denier? And she ripped them apart, folks. She literally doubled down and said, look, Democrats have done this hundreds of times. This is not a Republican thing. Uh, where are, is the media for these election deniers? And she went on and she literally ate them alive. They couldn't be quicker to then try to move to the next question. But Kerry would have none of it. Or no, Kari, I don't know how you say her name, would have none of it. She basically stopped, said, no, stop, stop. You know what? You guys are asking a great question. Don't drive by media. She didn't say these words, but here's the effect. Don't drive by me in the media and mock me on a point and then act like I can't respond. Let's double down and stop for a minute and talk about this. And she really stopped the presses. She literally said, let me take this head on. And she ate them alive to the point where they couldn't move to the next question fast enough. But then, of course, the mainstream press isn't telling you all that story. Now, if she would have just got caught flat-footed and wasn't ready, then they would have mocked her and laughed at her and ridiculed her and said, see, election denier or whatever. But she literally had a hand fistful of papers documents from news sources showing Hillary and everybody else under the sun, Democrats left and right, <clears throat> highlighting, or do you say denying, uh, elections. Uh, and she talked about Hillary Clinton. Uh, she talked about dozens and dozens of cases. And so when she had her fistful, she's like, listen, you guys need a copy of this so that you can document this. And she had it documented 66 ways from Sunday. It was incredible. Uh, and good for her, because you know what? When I was at the Catherine Engelbrecht, uh, Greg Phillips, True the Vote event in Phoenix, uh, we had a, a private meeting where they invited dozens. Uh, there was probably 200 new media people at this event. And Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht downloaded all the information they had so the researchers could drill in and find more information. Everything it was incredible. I was there, but you know what? Carrie Lake was there with me. With me. And Carrie Lake spoke then about election fraud and highlighted the points that she made there as well. She's well prepared for these media clowns that are trying to subvert and pervert the narrative. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the upper hand. We need to push hard for honesty and the truth, accountability, and prison for criminals everywhere. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. So I'm still in the middle of the recap of yesterday's incredible show. Uh, but again, when I when I do the recaps, it's not just a standard replay of what was uh, yesterday. So understand that even the recaps uh, literally are laced with my commentary. Um, new information sometimes comes out. Uh, I weave uh, stories that are related to the topic at hand with new stories that have come out between when we talked about it yesterday and today, et cetera, et cetera. So understand that even the recaps, you should not uh, skip or peruse uh, because they're different. They're not the same. Even though they recap a lot of the topics that are at hand, uh, there's a whole lot of detailed information that maybe was not shared the first go-round on the topic. Uh, so I was mentioning these criminal activities by these folks, literally pretending that they're, oh, they're for honest elections, and anybody who denies it's crazy and off the rock, off the rail, whatever. No, 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 no. Carrie Lake slaughtered him and proved that Democrats have been talking about election uh, integrity problems even more than Republicans have, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll prove to you there's election fraud. Are you ready? We've already talked about the uh, Mr. Eugene Yu getting busted and extradited from Michigan to California and put in jail, right? I know they let him go now. See, if you're, if you're, if you're a conservative, then you'll be in jail forever with no due process, no appropriate trial, none of those kind of things. Uh, but if you are a liberal, if you're a George Soros guy or a communist Chinese party guy or somehow, then you know what? <laughs> you, you get very, very special treatment. You know, because uh, Lane Maxwell and, and uh, this Eugene Yu, they're all getting kind of pretty good treatment, uh, way better treatment than the January 6th folks that have been, uh, in my opinion, unfairly prosecuted and wrongly treated, et cetera, et cetera. I, I digress, but there you go. 
Uh, anyway, there is uh, an article, and it's on the justice.gov website. And here's what the headline says. This is your government telling you this. Ready? Justice Department again to monitor compliance with the federal voting rights laws on Election Day. Well, this was 2022. Justice.gov. They said that they're going to be monitoring compliance with the federal votes, right, laws, whatever. Now, the federal government has no authority. What is the federal role in U.S. campaigns and elections? And the answer is there should be none. And Sheriff Mack's Supreme Court case proves it. Look, the federal government has no authority in the several states, except for in the very limited scope defined in the Constitution. Well, there's nothing that talks about state, local, municipal elections, or whatever you want to call it, midterm or otherwise, uh, in general elections or anything else. There's no authority for the feds to be there. But the feds in 2020 literally say, we're going to be doing this again. Well, how many times have they done that? Well, we've caught them at it in 2016, 2018, 2020. Now they're working on it in 2022 again, 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 again. See, there's no authority there. That's election fraud. Because when the federal government's monitoring, right, uh, and, uh, you know, demanding compliance, and then the FBI's literally in bed promoting Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as the good guys when there's literally FBI scandals against them, enough evidence to arrest Hunter, but no one's working on it, sadly. And they lie about that and bury those stories, but then they promote lies about Donald Trump and Russia. Uh, so the FBI is literally monitoring and ensuring compliance while they're in bed with the media lying about one about both candidates, suppressing information on one, promoting information on another. How much more election fraud do you want than a guy storing American data on Chinese servers against the law getting arrested? Uh, and then the FBI in bed with the media, and then the government, the Justice Department, literally admitting, hey, we're messing with these elections. We're monitoring it and ensuring compliance, et cetera. Compliance with what? The real law? Or the pretend legislation that Congress thinks they can put in place? Or what You know what agenda, what law? Or the mandate that Joe Biden is going to be your next president? Because the evil hand of satanic shadow government or deep state government is at hand and they're going to have their way one way or another uh does the council on foreign relations pull the puppet strings or who does what right i don't know i'm just telling you that look this is election fraud simple and clear now upstate new york a judge in saratoga saratoga county she's a supreme court justice her name is diane freestone she rules that voting by mail due to, quote, COVID fears, is absolutely unconstitutional. Ruling orders New York election boards to stop counting absentee ballots early. Now, if that's unconstitutional for them to do the mail-in ballots like they're doing, is that election fraud? Well, let me get the, let me understand. I thought the general government was going to ensure that the laws were obeyed. Well, they sure didn't do a good job over there in New York, did they? Because they voted by mail and it was unconstitutional and the judge caught up at it and stopped it and said, hey, you can't do this. It's against the law. Well, where was the Justice Department then? Answer, manipulating elections. That's the problem, my fellow Americans. Believe it or not, the 28-page ruling ordered what they call, listen, they uh, required local election boards 
to stop counting absentee ballots that they've already received. They also need to preserve them until after Election Day on November the 8th, right? Or after the resolution of a lawsuit filed by Republicans. So now the Republicans are filing dozens of lawsuits all across the country. Why? Because there's election fraud, because there's campaign problems, because there's voter fraud, because there's votes outside the law, because there's election integrity questions, because, 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 right? I almost feel like I'm in the Wizard of Oz. I'm saying because so much, right? But I'm telling you, look, how do you say there's no election fraud when an election judge in New York literally says, hey, this is all unconstitutional. Stop the count. Stop the count now. And then I say there's election fraud. There's concerns. There's uh, counting that ought not be counting that's against the law. Well, the judge says it's against the Constitution. Who's right, your judge? Or the Justice Department that says, hey, we're going to monitor and ensure compliance with the law there. Well, how come they didn't monitor and ensure compliance with the law before the court had to step in and shut it down for unconstitutionality? Right? Anyway, there you have it. All right, enough of that, but I'm just telling you. Um, there's more on this. Now, the headline says this, Fox News host Jesse Waters. Um, let's see. Fox News host Jesse Waters mocked Hillary Clinton Again, after Clinton claimed that Republicans are about to steal the 2024 elections. Yeah, so Hillary's saying right now, uh, look out, Republicans are going to steal the 2024 elections. So Jesse Waters asks, where's the media? Hillary thinks that the Supreme Court is going to, quote, dump the Electoral College. That's not going to happen, says Jesse. Democrats are getting into their bag of tricks a little early this year. <laughs> Usually you wait till you lose. Then you claim you got cheated. But Hillary's, quote, premature election denying is serious. Bill doesn't have that problem, says Jesse. So where's the media when you need them? Now, I think it's a fair point that Jesse makes. Uh, and I think it's good, but I, I'm just not really for mocking Hillary. And let me tell you why I'm not. I appreciate Jesse's point. But what I don't like is this partisan rollout. The Democrats uh, claim election fraud. And then the Republicans uh, mock them. Oh, my gosh. Look at Hillary. She says there might be election fraud. Wow. Shame on her. She's a denier. And then the Democrats say, whoa, look at that Republican. He's a, an election denier. He's crazy. And folks, I don't like the partisan divide. Why don't you set aside the freaking... What do they call that thing? Donkey? Isn't that the Democrats? Isn't the, isn't the logo for a Democrat a donkey? Cameron? And the the logo for the Republicans is like an elephant? Or something like that? Okay, jettison the donkey elephant stuff. Jettison the Republicans and the Democrat narratives of the, quote, they claim two parties, but as Pat Buchanan wisely pointed out, it's really the left, right wing, same bird of prey. There's really one party, a duopoly party called the Deep State against the rest of us. That's the real narrative you need to understand, okay? Well, that Deep State narrative loves to blame the other side of the aisle. So that's why Fox News is, is kind of the Republican arm. CNN's kind of the Democrat arm, right? Yeah. 
Uh, now I realize that Fox has swing, swung way left, and I realize that CNN's making an attempt to go right, and I, I, I understand all the game playing that's happening here, but uh, the truth is they all kind of have a problem. Now, my response to this is very simple. Hey, election, election fraud claims by the Democrats. I have one simple phrase. You ready? Prove it. Republicans say election fraud. I have one simple claim. Prove it. You ask me to prove it, and I will. And I have. I think Mr. You getting arrested is proof. Wouldn't you agree? Liberty Roundtable, live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Russian President Vladimir Putin facing military production delays and mounting battlefield losses has urged his government to cut through bureaucracy to crank out enough weapons and supplies to feed his troops in Ukraine. A Ukrainian counteroffensive has put Russian forces on the defensive posture. The Russian military supply shortfalls have been so bad that Putin had to create a new committee to try to address the delays. U.S. stocks in overnight trading declined after disappointing earnings from Microsoft and Google pointed to challenges faced by major technology firms. At a White House meeting Tuesday, U.S. energy executives told Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm that shut down crude oil refineries will not restart. Valero's chief executive, Joe Gorder, made the announcement. In June, Chevron CEO Mike Worth posted that there would never be another new refinery built in the United States. America lost her energy independence under Democrat President Biden's policies. Another fallout, your heating oil prices are going up this year. Victoria Idoni tells us by how much. What really matters to Americans, though, has to do with the power of the pocketbook. The Department of Energy says heating oil prices will be 27% higher this winter. Heating oil, which is similar to diesel, is used widely across New England. Stockpiles of the commodity in New England are currently at just a third of normal levels. Wholesalers have begun rationing their supply to prevent panic buying and hoarding. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, I'm Victoria Idoni. A cargo ship attached to the ISS performed a five-minute engine burn on Monday night to get out of harm's way. Fragments of a satellite destroyed in 2021 by a Russian anti-satellite missile was to blame. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1920 to 1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920 to 1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition, with fully visible dates and mint marks, guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now. 
to secure a full pound of collector's grade U.S. Buffalo nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $10 free with every order. Call now, 1-800-895-7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo nickels before they're gone. 1-800-895-7267. That's 1-800-895-7267. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, always. I'm telling you right now, it's just out of control, this election fraud stuff. So I, the problem that I have is this divide where the Republicans blame the Democrats. So the Republicans are mocking Hillary for denying elections, as they put it, or you know, saying there's going to be election problems. And they mock her for looking to the future, saying usually you wait until you lose before you... Look, I don't want to pick sides on this. Republicans and Democrats, anybody who says there's election fraud, anybody who says there's votes outside the law, anybody who says there's election integrity problems, uh, anyone who says, you know what, we have a misjustice in elections or whatever they want to claim, my response is simply prove it. And the problem is that the Democrats and the Republicans both have skeletons in the closet do I borrow a phrase from Donald Trump on this? Hugely. <laughs> They've got huge problems with skeletons in their closet. They both committed election fraud, and they've done it for decades. This is nothing new. And now it's spilled into the limelight where they want to blame each other. But the fact is we need to arrest all criminals involved in election fraud. We need to jettison the machines and go back to paper ballots counted by real people. We need to have a uh, vote count watchers uh we need to uh take video of it to make sure there's no shenanigans everybody must agree before they leave the room to the vote count it's kind of like a a a grand jury you know they get in the room and hey they got to keep working on this thing until they come up with a verdict right well you got to do the same thing you got to say no one leaves the room we're going to get consensus here we're going to record it we're going to count it we're going to double count it triple count it whatever it takes to get everybody on the same page then they're going to swear into the penalty of perjury to the vote Right, or they're going to bring in a sheriff or bring in somebody that could adjudicate this thing in a meaningful way. Okay, that's what we need to do. We need to jettison the machines. We need to jettison uh, the vote rolls controlled by a third party. This quote, Eric or E R I C system. States need to get out of that yesterday so that we control our own voting rolls, so that we can have accountability and FOIA requests and grandma requests, etc., uh, to get the bottom of the voter roll issues and concerns if necessary. We need uh, third party auditing and con. confirmation that the voter rolls are accurate that they don't have dead people on them that they don't have illegals on them that they don't they don't they don't i could go on right but we've really got to create accountability on this and until we do you're going to have election fraud folks you're going to have voter fraud big time you just are there's no way to stop it no way to avoid it with the current plan because the voting machines are bogus and they cheat or at the least even if you don't want to go as far as saying they cheat um they are subject to hacking and a very great concern in that regard Okay, so we can go on and on and on about all that. But look, I can, I can prove election fraud. When our data is stored on communist Chinese servers, where the communist party has access to the United States voter data, that is a criminal act. That was done by Eugene Yu. Uh, Connex is the company. 
It was stored on Chinese servers. We brought this forward with True the Vote, and they mocked us and laughed at us, and now the guy's been arrested proving our point. When it comes to elections, we've had to drag them all to court, but we've proven the FBI and the CIA uh, and the Justice Department are all in bed together while they put up on their own website that they're going to monitor and ensure compliance with election laws. And then you have in New York a judge who says, look, those votes are unconstitutional. Well, you can ask me or the judge if that's election fraud, but it certainly is not election integrity. It is certainly not compliance with the laws. It is certainly not government monitoring to make sure the laws are complied with, right? All right. But I've got all kinds of other evidence of election fraud, too. I don't know if you know, but there are people who have real databases of election fraud. Okay? And election fraud has been documented a lot. And I think it's the Heritage Foundation. Uh, database uh, of election fraud or election uh, problems. In other words, where people have gone to jail. The Heritage Foundation has what's called voter fraud map. Heritage.org is where you can go for that. They literally have a voter fraud map. And they got an election fraud database. Did you know that? Are you aware of this? Each and every one of the cases in the database talks about election fraud. You can search the database even. Okay, about the election fraud database from the uh, Heritage Foundation. It presents a sampling of recent proven instances of election fraud across the country. Each and every one of the cases in the database literally highlights the problems. Okay, think about that. Each and every one of the cases in the database represents in which a public official, usually a prosecutor, thought the fraud serious enough to act upon it, and in every one of the cases in this database, it ended up in a finding that an individual had engaged in wrongdoing relating to the election, hoping to affect its outcome, or that the results of the election were altered sufficiently and had to be overturned. It's important to remember that every fraudulent voter registration could result in a fraudulent vote if it's not detected prior to the election. Right? Or it could affect the candidate that's right in because they might not get enough signatures to be on the ballot if they commit the fraud, right? Every fraudulent vote that is cast invalidates disenfranchising that voter. Right? What do you want more about that, folks? <laughs> do I need to give you more information? You say, Sam, you're saying there's election fraud without evidence. I'm saying, no, you thugs. That's a lie. Stop lying to me now. Okay? The truth is, I'm giving you evidence of voter fraud. Right? Think about what I'm giving you. 
All you got to do is go to, uh, listen, uh, you can go to www.heritage.org slash voter fraud. Heritage.org slash voter fraud. Now, you can say, well, I don't believe this database. <laughs> okay. What I recommend you do then is uh, go to the database, look up whatever you want, and then go chase it down in the media reporting on these events. These are not fake events. These are vetted events that have literally been added to the database as samplings. It's not all the voter fraud cases that exist out there. It's ones that they can confirm and double down and double and triple and quadruple check the accuracy of what happened in the case and the conviction related there too. Think about what I'm saying to you, okay? And uh, True the Vote has been documenting this. The Heritage Foundation has been documenting this. We've been documenting this over at the CSPOA and Liberty Roundtable Live and other places. This is beyond debate. So people just need to be armed. Carrie Lake was well-armed for that. But you know what? You can even be better armed because you can say, look, I need you to right now, journalist, pull up your phone and go to heritage.org and see if you can find uh, the voter fraud map, the election fraud database. It's at the Heritage Foundation, folks. All right. Think about it. This is important to really understand because you can literally call a journalist to account on the spot. Listen, I need you to look this up. I'm not going to have a, 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 a vague debate about this. Right? I'm not going to debate this with you unless we're going to debate facts. And the facts are in this database. And if you're just going to assault me on the street without the ability to point to facts, I'm not going to do it. Right? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to debate you on this without information. See, information is power. And that's one thing that I think that people make a mistake on is they want to just debate it toe-to-toe. And then it, it doesn't matter who's factual Right. It matters who has the upper hand in the debate or who gets the last word or. Right. That's the problem. We get into a situation where. I don't even know how to debate this, but you get into a situation where. You're debating something, but. The person that has the upper hand is the person that gets the last word, or the person has the upper hand is the one that makes a point you don't get to respond, or, yes, I have this information, but I don't have it at my fingertips. And then they're like, oh, I'd sure like to see it. It doesn't exist. And then, boom, they cut to a break. That kind of stuff, right? you got to know where the sources okay, are to prove your point. Okay, finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? 
We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm telling you, the Heritage Foundation has the deets. All right? You want to debate election fraud with somebody, and they want to tell you, you know, you make these claims without evidence. You're an election fraud denier. You're... No, 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 stop. We're going to go to the heritage.org website right now. We're going to click on election integrity, and you're going to get two websites, right? Heritage.org slash election dash integrity is one of the sites. Heritage.org slash voter fraud is the other one. And uh, in there, they have the voter fraud map and the election fraud database, etc. Right? And uh, so, you know what, journalist, who's trying to claim that I'm saying this without evidence? Uh, we need to discuss every case documented in the Heritage Foundation database, Okay. And I know you got to take off your shoes and sit down for a while. You might want to go get some of your friends uh, to go get us some drinks and a bag of chips and some dip and stuff like that. Because we got a long time to discuss voter election, fraud, misjustice, whatever term you want to use. Um, what is it, whether you call it election integrity, whether you call it voter fraud, don't care. Election fraud, whatever you want to call it. You got to take off your shoes and sit down for a while, baby, because we got a lot of cases that are absolutely 100% documentable. And I'm sick of you people telling me without evidence we're making these claims. First off, we'll start out with Eugene, you getting arrested there, getting extradited from Michigan right on down there to L.A. And we'll start there, shall we? But the fact that the Democrats are calling fraud and the Republicans are calling fraud and the Republicans mock the Democrats, the Democrats mock the Republicans, that's all political theater, ladies and gentlemen, designed to get you to pick sides and designed to get you to then just think the other guys are guilty of it, but not us, and jettison the whole discussion and the whole argument. What you've got to do is step aside and jettison partisan divide and stand together and say, is there election fraud in a given election? 
And the answer is either yes or no. And you can say, well, there's integrity problems, but not fraud. Fine, play games of semantics all you want. Not interested. Well, it's the other guy not interested. Stop. We need clear, accountable investigations, right? Well, guess what? Guess what? If you go to the just, to the Heritage Foundation, as I told you already, if you go to heritage.org slash voter fraud, they've got stuff there that's fantastic. All right? They have got some cool stuff on this website. A sampling of fraud cases across the United States. But they also have a really cool thing. Uh, on the Heritage, uh, I'm trying to get these websites as I talk here. Heritage.org slash integrity. Uh, let's see what it is here. Sorry. All right. Heritage.org slash election dash integrity. I'm trying to get the details on the radio. It's hard. But anyway, they have several things. One, election integrity. Best practices and standards for election audits. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say this author. Hans A. Von Spiskoffi has that. Right? Then it says, Census Bureau errors distort congressional representation for states. So if you literally have more congressmen or less congressmen in a state because of census errors, you got a problem, right? Think about that. The issue is the Constitution. Anyway, I can go on and on about this, but I'm telling you that's where the deets are. Now, can you go to True the Vote and many other places to get solid information on this? Absolutely, baby, you can. But I'm telling you right now, the Heritage Foundation, that database, I want to debate with a journalist, you know, every single case in there. And you tell me, does this point to election accountability, integrity, and transparency? Does this compare to True the Vote, to borrow a term from our dear friends? True the Vote means I want the truth. True journalism says I want to ground every assertion in fact. I want to ground every claim in evidence. I want to ground all assertions in truth, accuracy, right? That's what we should be talking about. This should not be the Republicans mock the Democrats. The Democrats mock the Republicans. That's absolutely bogus. So, Jesse Waters, I appreciate your point, mocking Hillary. It's kind of funny, but it doesn't get to the bottom of the problem at all, and it doesn't provide solutions. It just provides the blame game, Jesse. I I appreciate you mocking Hillary, and I think it's funny, too. You know, hey, um, but and I agree with where's the media, Jesse. I get it, but you know what, Jesse, what are you doing to ground claims of election problems in fact? What are you doing to point people to True the Vote, to the Heritage Foundation, to other places where they can truly get not only the details on the truth regarding this with facts and evidence and uh, examples, et cetera, proven examples, all that, but then get a voter guide, an audit guide to know how to really handle this in a meaningful way, right? 
Think about that. Right? That's really, really, really important, is it not? I, I think it's really important personally. I think it's really important that we ground these claims to fact. That's why, you know what, when they say, Sam, you don't have facts. I want to say to them, you know what, let's talk about if I don't have any facts. Don't just uh, assault me and say, Sam Bushman claims without evidence. No. If you're going to make a claim like that, let's talk about election integrity, right? And let's see if Sam Bushman has the facts. Give me a chance to highlight this, right? Because I think it's really important that I do. It's really important that I can point to election integrity as the issue. And it's really important that I can talk to you about best practices and standards in election audits. Because that's where the truth is really found. Anyway, there you have that. I, I really uh, feel bad that we don't ground facts to truth. I think there is an election fraud database, right? All right. Vaccination status is a new, quote, compatibility test or question or whatever you want to call it, vetting tool on dating apps. That's very interesting. Basically, a lot of them are saying, hey, I'm going to date this chick. And so they, they get to like each other. They swipe right to pardon the phrase. And, oh, man, yeah, she's all right. Um, man, I, wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. She took the vax. It's going to ruin her fertility. It's going to ruin her whatever. Uh, I don't want to be intimate with whatever that and she might shed. And, and not only is it a she, but it's a heat. They're saying the same things. The vaxxed and the unwa- unvaxxed, pardon the pun, vaxxed and unvaxxed don't want to mix. Because the unvaxxed are going, hey, I don't want any part of that. And the vaxxed are going, hey, I don't want any part of that. Now, personally, again, this is another way they try to divide people, ladies and gentlemen. And I personally think it needs to stop. Okay, I am convinced that people oftentimes made mistakes in getting the vaccine, thinking that they needed to, that it was really important, realizing that they probably shouldn't have. I get all that. I also get, you know, you can't double down on a philosophy where somebody's for vaccines or against vaccines. They're the enemy. Okay, you got to respect people's decisions, number one. And you got to be civil and respectful. And number two, people can change their minds with education. Say a girl that gets vaxxed or a boy that gets vaxxed. They may have been taught by their parents, they're young, they're college age, they're whatever, uh, upper grades in high school, whatever they are. And they may have taken the vaccine because you know what? Their whole life, that's what they were told is vaccines are good and they're fine. and they're. But you know what? What do they feel when they educate themselves and get caught up? Do they change their mind and go, oh, geez. We need to give people a little bit of grace is my whole point, folks. So you know what? I personally would never just reject a person on their vaccination status. Okay, now I'm already married, so it doesn't matter for me. But I'm just saying if I was looking for a spouse, I would not reject them because they got vaccinated. Now, I feel very strongly against vaccinations. So it's important to talk about those things before you may have children or something. I'm not saying it's not an important issue. And I'm not diminishing the importance of the issue. But what I am saying to you is you've got to give people grace. You've got to give people the chance to learn. 
And the where I really understand this and learn this from is the sheriffs across the country. You know, I work as uh, vice president of operations of the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org to become a member, by the way. But anyway, um, I learned that, you know what, there's a lot of sheriffs that are, they're not constitutional sheriffs, and they should be. But it's to no fault of their own. Remember, they went to government school their whole lives, their parents, everybody. They didn't understand the Constitution. They were never taught it in school. Yeah, they sign an oath, but you know what? They just That's just part of, you know, becoming a police officer is you just sign an oath or becoming a sheriff or whatever. Many of these sheriffs need grace and time to really get educated. When you bring information to them, are they willing to say, you know what, I don't really know much about this, but I'm willing to learn? Most of the the best stand-up sheriffs we have right now are sheriffs who thought we were crazy at first, but were willing to have an open mind and learn and listen and look. And they found out that, you know what, we're right. Their, their oath matters. The Constitution's relevant. And at first they didn't think that we were right, but they, they've come to learn. And they've changed their views. And now they're bold, consistent, transparent, humble, embracers of the truth and so we need to give grace to these people about vaccines too folks don't just divide and get crazy on people give people a chance to learn and to grow love people even if you disagree and you say hey you know what this person might not be for me because we have too many differing views on things that are so critical i understand that but you can still be kind and gentle you can still be civil and patient and respectful you can still respect other people's decisions. They may have made those decisions for reasons that you don't know. And that goes to the vaxxed and unvaxxed. I'm unvaxxed. A lot of people just, when they hear that I'm not vaccinated, they attack me relentlessly going, oh, my gosh, how dare you put everybody at risk? No, I have legitimate health problems where my physician told me not to take the vaccine. My physician said, listen, the vaccine is not safe for you because of the health problems you have, Sam, and do not take the vaccination. So I don't, and I won't. But am I okay taking the guidance of a well-respected, certified physician? See, and, and so people don't know your circumstances. People don't know why you made the decisions that you made. Give a little bit of grace and kindness and respect for people. Lead by love and by kindness and by example, would you please? All right, Dr. Joseph McCullough doing a phenomenal job highlighting the fact that a simple nasal wash reduces your likelihood of going to the hospital with covid 8.5 fold. Why aren't we being told this by the mainstream press and by the physicians? I don't know. But our dear friend over at Clear, spelled with an X, highlighted this a couple of years ago. We had him on the radio talking about this, and the FDA is attacking him relentlessly. But the truth is now coming out, vindicating him and his position. We're going to get him back on to talk about that, too. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. This is indeed Liberty Roundtable Live. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic, but you got to get involved. Make it a great day. Repent. Choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two with the goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property, and to do so using the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders. That's one of the solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution, stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Hey, Cameron. Cameron's my producer, folks. I'm talking behind the scenes, but I can't without talking on the radio. See, he can talk to me, but I can't talk to him. Now, anyway, uh, Cameron, I need you to text Richard Mack and say that our guest canceled on us, but if he still wants to join us, we'll call him and uh, see what he says on that. I just didn't get time to get back to him. It's been a crazy, I mean, the news is just out of this world, crazy the amount of stuff that's going on. For example, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about election fraud last hour where they say we don't have evidence. Uh, and Fox News, Jesse Waters mocked Hillary saying when Hillary claims the election, there's going to be fraud in 2024. This makes three elections, ladies and gentlemen, that Hillary Clinton has says have been stolen. 2000, 2016, and 2024. Okay, so, uh, you know, and I appreciate Jesse mocking Hillary. It's kind of funny. Where's the media is a good point. But the partisan divide on this is bogus. And I highlighted, you know, they claim we say this without evidence. But why don't you go to the Heritage Foundation? They have, a, they have an election fraud database there. And it presents a sampling of recent proven election fraud from across the country. Heritage.org slash election fraud is where you can get that. Now, each and every one of the cases in the database represents an instance in which a public official thought the fraud serious enough to act upon it. And it's resulted in convictions. All right. You want to learn more about that? You want to see the map? You want to get all the deets? Heritage.org slash election-integrity is where you go for that. We're talking about election integrity and best practices in standards for election audits, okay? And I bring that up because it's really important to know that's what we talked about in detail last hour. When the mainstream press tries to mock you, tries to claim you don't know, or your neighbors or your relatives or anybody you meet tries to tell you, no, this is bogus, you just point them to that Amer- uh, to that heritage.org slash vote fraud or slash election dash integrity. Okay, and they can see the database. They can see the map. They can see examples. They can look up information. They can vet the cases discussed. They can prove and see the convictions. And then they can get audit help to know how they should put their elections back on track with true auditing best practices election integrity and best practices for audits, etc. Okay, give them the details. And then highlight this Connick case where True the Vote said, hey, they're storing data on Chinese servers, and they mocked us and laughed. And now the guy that was in charge, Eugene Yu, a Chinese operative, a professor in the United States at a university who ran this company, literally got caught, extradited, and arrested. Need I... Provide more proof, my fellow Americans, because I'm just getting started, right? All right, I've talked enough about that, but I wanted to really highlight that for you folks because it's critical. It's important to understand all that, and it's important that people don't just blame game one another. 
that they actually provide you guidance for evidence. You want to vet what I'm saying is true? Be my guest. You want to go ahead and find out? Be my guest. Have fun. Get on it. Let me know how it goes. Right? It's really important to be able to provide the facts. Nobody else that I know is doing that. Carrie Lake came the closest. She literally had a fistful uh, of proven stories of election fraud and, and, and Democrats denying elections and uh, claiming their fraud and everything else. And so she did a good job at spanking them. But she played a little bit of the blame game, too. Look, Democrats have done it, too, is the statement. So what? That doesn't make it any more right or okay. Well, Democrats have denied it, too, or Democrats have claimed it also. Right. Justly so. You say, well, the Democrats aren't justly saying that. Well, I don't know. Well, the Republicans aren't justly saying that. Prove every case, every claim to ground. Run it to ground to prove the facts. That's what journalists are supposed to do. Get the who, what, when, where, why of a case and double down on the facts and quit this innuendo, quit this blame game. That's why you just simply got to go to uh, heritage.org slash voter fraud. <laughs> That's what you got. why you got to go there, see? All right. Biden now falsely claims that student debt forgiveness program was approved by Congress, writes Zachary Stieber. Good job, Zach. Thank you for this headline, sir. Biden falsely claimed student debt forgiveness program was approved by Congress. It was not. The president absolutely lied and now got caught. Is there going to be accountability for those lies? Because remember, back in the day, they always said everything Trump says is a lie. Golly, we can't trust this president. This guy's an illegitimate president because he, he lies, he lies. He, well, now you see Joe Biden lying this the same way. Some lies are provable, 100% false. Some lies are less obvious, but just as egregious, if you will. Let me explain what I mean. Donald Trump says election fraud going on, and then they say that's the big lie. Well, okay, go to the Heritage Foundation, uh, heritage.org slash vote fraud and check it out or go to heritage.org slash election dash integrity and check all that out for evidence there um but they say it's the big lie but here's the deal then biden falsely claims the student debt forgiveness program was approved by congress you can prove that did they approve it by congress no they did not it was an executive branch quote decision uh even a lot of the democrats are concerned about it because it'll absolutely drain the treasury we're already in debt to our eyeballs right so the debate rages on, and Democrats are going against Biden on this one, wisely so. Uh, but I find it interesting that when Donald lies, they call him on the carpet. Well, it turns out oftentimes it's not even a lie. But now the Democrat literally lies. They say it's okay, and I don't see Republicans really holding um, Joe responsible for a lot of this. But some lies, as I mentioned, are cut and dry. Did Congress approve a debt forgiveness program? No. Joe said yes. It's a lie. Plain, plain, cut, simple, easy. Let me give you the next lie that I believe is a little more, quote, nuanced might be the term to use for this. The headline says the Biden administration continues to tout misleading gas prices in their messaging to the American people. How, you say? Well, they're using what they call the most common price, of gas as opposed to the 
what they call the national average price of gas. So think about this. We're talking about the most common price of gas versus the national average price of gas. Um, it's debatable what the difference is. See, the average, you take all the prices of gas and you total them up, whatever, and then you divide and then you get an average, right? Um, now, there's another way to do it, the median price of gas, which would be, uh, you know, how half the prices are higher, half the prices are lower. It's not an average, but it's a median, right? But the third way to do this is what they're now claiming is the, quote, most common. So I don't know how you define most common. You can say, well, when you go to the pump, what's the most common number you're going to get? And that's subjective because you can say, is most common based on all fill-ups of gas? Uh, most common based on what you pay per gallon of gas at the pump? Uh, is most common taking into account, um, say, drivers that drive taxis or that drive Ubers? or that drive diesel trucks for a living, in other words, people who make a living uh, filling up with the gas, or is most common uh, just the average, I mean, the, 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 what I pay or you pay. There's a lot of debates of what that means, right? But the national average versus most common. So $3.49 is the most common, they say. While... The national average was $3.79. So you're talking about a 30-cent differential. That's according to the American Automobile Association. And so is it appropriate for those guys to use this term called most common when they're referring to gas prices saying, hey, man, we've got it down to three forty-nine Versus the average being three seventy-nine, thirty 30 cents more being the average and so most people are used to dealing with average sometimes you can get most people to get median price for something but where do you hear the most common price for something that's a very interesting statement because most common now you got to either decide if we're going to talk about per gallon of gas um or whether we're going to talk about how often you fill up at the pump, what the price is when you go to the pump, or we're going to talk about, um, you know, it's very hard because regions matter, right? Uh, if you're in certain regions of the country, you know, how do you figure this most common? It's a very, in my opinion, manipulated way to do this. So when the Biden administration continues to tout this, quote, common the most common price of gas rather than the average. Is it a lie? Well, that's why I say it's more nuanced. I don't know that it's a lie, but it certainly manipulates the understanding and belief. It softens the blow for Americans before the election and makes them less angry, less frustrated. Well, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe my gas prices are higher, but golly, the most common for the average Joe, it's not so bad. Well, that's the manipulated lie ahead of the elections. That alone is election manipulation, is it not? This is Liberty Roundtable Live. 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman breaking it down like nobody's business. So even the manipulated gas prices by the Donald, fault, or not by the Donald, sorry, by Joe Biden, uh, they're using the, quote, most common price of gas rather than the average price making gas prices look lower before the election that's a dishonest manipulated trick kind of how they used to do gdp and kind of how they used to you know represent this and that they've changed all the way that they represent numbers but then biden falsely claimed student debt forgiveness program was approved by congress that's a lie he's making it sound like congress is with him on a project when they're not they didn't okay so again, all these lies and half lies and partial truths and it manipulates the elections, folks. Now, let me give you another example. Joe Biden went on record as doubling down mandating vaccines. And so did all kinds of other government agencies. And sadly, government forced business to go along as well. But we have a piece of good news to report. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? The New York State Supreme Court, you heard me, the New York State Supreme Court ruled on Tuesday that New York City cannot, I repeat, Supreme Court, New York City cannot fire employees for not getting vaccinated against COVID-19, dealing a huge blow to the Democratic mayor there. Eric Adams, pandemic policy is what we're talking about, right? The court ordered the city to reinstate all 
fired employees. You heard me. Reinstate all fired employees. And more importantly, grant them back pay. So anybody that you fired, you got to reinstate and you got to give them back pay. Now listen to this. The judge cited the fact that being vaccinated against COVID-19 does not stop an individual from catching or spreading the virus. Think about that, how huge that is. The judge literally said in this New York case, dealing a huge blow to the mayor there, you cannot force people to be vaccinated. Everybody that you fired needs to be brought back. You need to give them back pay. And the reason that you need to do all these things is because getting the vaccinated shot does not prevent an individual from getting or catching COVID or spreading COVID. Think about that. So now we told you the vaccines were bogus. They did no good. They might do more harm than good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is all factual. And now in the UK, a lead Pfizer person admitted they never even tested the efficacy of whether the vaccines prevented the spread. They never even tested that, she admits. And now a New York judge. Yeah. At the New York State Supreme Court, the judge basically said, hey, you've got to reinstate these employees. You've got to give them back pay. Because you know what? It does not. The fact, citing the fact that it does not prevent the spread of and or the catching or getting COVID-19. Now, Joe Biden said publicly, if you get this vaccine, you will not spread the virus. If you get this vaccine, uh, you will not go to the hospital. You will not die. Uh, if you get this, you'll, you won't be spreading it. You, you won't, you, even if you get it, which you most likely won't, there's no evidence of that at all. In fact, now the judge even highlights this fact. They say because it doesn't stop the transmission and because it doesn't prevent um, you from getting it, they say thus being vaccinated does not grant enough community-wide benefit to warrant a mandate. The health commissioner acted beyond his authority. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen. Ha <laughs> ha. Can you say, boy, howdy on this one? I mean, literally within days, we've got a commissioner. Or I'm sorry. We've got a representative of the UK asking the one of the lead Pfizer executives, hey, did you guys test this thing in advance to make sure that if you take the vaccine that it won't let you transmit the virus to others? No, we didn't have time in the speed of science. Uh, we didn't have time to do that. And then literally days after that, the New York court slams the mayor and says, hey, man, the health commissioner acted outside of the scope of authority. And you know what? You need to reinstate all these employees. You need to give them back pay because you know what? The facts are it doesn't stop the transmission and or it doesn't stop the catching of or the getting of the virus at all. The vaccines don't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, criminal acts have been committed now. You literally touted Joe Biden should be arrested on the spot for this. He should absolutely be impeached and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. He literally said, if you take this vaccine, you know what? You'll be fine. You won't have these problems. You'll be good. You'll be safe. 
don't worry, right? Isn't that what Grandpa whacked out Psychotic Joe said? Right? I don't know how to respond to this. Right? But that's what we have. We have Biden literally telling you that you won't have these problems if you take the vaccine. But you know what? Now we don't have any evidence that the vaccines do anything he said they do. All we have is literally a lie. Let me see if I can get this to Cameron and have him play this clip, all right? This is important here. Biden said our patience is wearing thin, right? All right, I just pasted this uh, soundbite for you, Cameron. You can watch for it. Biden says our patience is wearing thin. But I look at this and I go, what? Joe Biden made false claims. He was even literally trying to act like those who didn't have vaccinations were criminal. But now he's caught lying by number one. The the, uh, executive over in the UK that admitted they never did the testing. And now two, this court literally saying, hey, the reason you got to reinstate these employees and give them back pay and, and everything is because you acted outside of your authority. You can't do that. And there's no evidence that what you're even claiming about the vaccines is true. All right. Did you get that sound bite, Cameron? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. All right. Here's Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen. Listen carefully. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. But just don't take it from me. Me, Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans who are lying in hospital beds, taking their final breath, saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. The second piece of my plan is continuing to protect the vaccinated. For the vast majority of you, who've gotten vaccinated. I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. I understand the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. But as the science makes clear, if you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness, even if you get COVID-19. In fact, recent data indicates There is only one confirmed positive case per 5,000 fully vaccinated Americans per day. You're as safe as possible, and we're doing everything we can to keep it that way. Keep it that way. Keep you safe. That's where boosters come in. The shots that give you even more protection 
than after your second shot. Now, I know there's been some confusion about boosters, so let me be clear. Last month, our top government doctors announced an initial plan for booster shots for vaccinated Americans. They believe that the booster is likely to provide the highest level of protection yet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll come back and finish this. Boosters provide the highest degree of protection yet. But he said they believed that. He didn't say they knew that. He didn't say it was factual. Now that they admit they never did the testing on it, and now we know that people are getting, they're dying and going to the hospitals because they've been vaccinated, the whole tenor of the discussion changes, right? Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The debate took place last night between Democrat John Fetterman and Dr. Memon Oz for one of Pennsylvania's two Senate seats. This will be determined by midterm elections on November 8th. John Fetterman. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. Dr. Mehmet Oz. I'm running for the U.S. Senate because Washington keeps getting it wrong with extreme positions. John Fetterman takes everything to an extreme, and those extreme positions hurt us all. A group of 30 House Democrats on Tuesday retracted a letter that they had sent to President Biden asking him to talk directly with Russia to end the war in Ukraine. The letter created a firestorm within the Democrat Party, and some signatories said it was not their signature. The reversal underscored the sensitivity of the issue on Capitol Hill, since lawmakers have already funneled $65 billion into Kyiv since the Russian invasion. The United States, Japan, and South Korea warned on Wednesday that an unparalleled response would be on the way to North Korea if they conducted a seventh nuclear bomb test. Washington and its allies believe North Korea could be about to resume their nuclear bomb testing for the first time since 2017. A magnitude 5.1 earthquake was felt widely across California's greater San Francisco Bay Area on Tuesday, rattling homes and shaking windows. The quake hit about lunchtime and was centered about 12 miles east of downtown San Jose. Multiple aftershocks have been reported. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. We are USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. The 1920 to 1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920 to 1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now. 
to secure a full pound of collector's grade U.S. Buffalo nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $10 free with every order. Call now, 1-800-895-7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo nickels before they're gone. 1-800-895-7267. That's 1-800-895-7267. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're playing this soundbite from Joe Biden where he flat out lied. Said you won't get sick, you won't go to the hospital, you got to get vaccinated. We're losing our patience with the unvaxxed. Our patience is wearing thin. Turns out to be a big, complete, huge lie. Now he's talking about the boosters lying even further. Here's Joe. Now, I know there's been some confusion about boosters, so let me be clear. Last month, our top government doctors announced an initial plan for booster shots for vaccinated Americans. They believe that the booster is likely to provide the highest level of protection yet. Of course, the decision of which booster shots to give, or when to start them, and who will give them will be left completely to the scientists at the FDA and the Centers for Disease Control. But while we wait, We've done our part. We bought enough boosters, enough booster shots, and the distribution system is ready to administer them. As soon as they are authorized, those eligible will be able to get a booster right away in tens of thousands of sites across the sites across the country for most Americans at your nearby drugstore and for free. There you have it, folks. Think about what he's saying. He's promoting free. He's promoting they think this, they feel this, they believe this. And we didn't really understand the nuanced way he was speaking. But now we see that they never tested these things. They don't really even know, right? All right, I gave you another soundbite. It's in your email, Cameron, if you want to grab that one really quick and see if you can cue that up to play. Uh, But Joe literally, literally lying to we the American people. All right. Literally telling blatant lies. And so my question is, is he going to be criminally criminally prosecuted for his lies? He flat out lied. And he got caught for the lie, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? So listen to this soundbite now that even Newsweek is bringing up. Here it is. Including the Delta virus. We're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. He flat out lied. He literally said, "Hey, this is a much more, you know, um, deadly vir- virulent than the other." Okay, this. Del- and if you're unvaccinated, man, it's going to get you. But if you're not vaccinated, you're in trouble. If you are vaccinated, though, you know what? You're okay. You're cool. You're not going to get it. 
He flat out absolutely lied. And then after that, he literally got it himself more than once. And this guy is literally on his fifth vaccination. Do you read me? Joe is on his fifth shot. Because they made a big old to-do that, man, we're not out of the woods on COVID there. Right? Joe just got his fifth shot from what I understand. Right? Think about that. So it's his third COVID booster shot, his fifth shot overall. And I look at that and I go, this guy is the liar that told us you would not get it if you took the vaccine and the boosters. He tells Americans that they are putting others at risk if they don't get the latest shot. That's a lie. Warns there could be more deaths this winter. Now, there could be more deaths this winter. And I pray there's not. But it's a lie. Right? This is the lie. Right? That's the problem. Is that Joe flat out is telling lies ahead of the elections. What are we going to do with this? No one's going to do much about it, are they? All right. Well, anyway, there you have it. Biden literally gets his third booster, his fifth shot overall. Wow. Now, here's the other question. The shots make people sick. And if Joe's got five of them, how is he just fine? I really wonder that. The only answer that I have is the answer that others have been talking about. Uh, they've been looking at the uh, uh, the viruses, or, I'm sorry, the vaccine under the uh, microscope, and they've said that the virus or the, the vaccines are different looking based on the batches. Some of them look really like they have strange agents in them. Some of them look very simple, uh, as if they're a placebo. Again, we don't have the facts on this, and I'm not doubling down and claiming that we do. But somebody needs to get some of this placebo and prove that it's not a vaccine. Uh, But what we've got in my mind is real hard questions about this. Right? We've got serious questions about, you know, are are certain people getting um, placebos so that for sure they're okay? Like, say, members of the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Pope, maybe the president, high-profile leaders that, man, if they were to die uh, and then it was to come out that they died because of the vaccines, that would absolutely single-handedly change the discussion. And so they cannot have some of these high-profile leaders die, right? Uh, But I really wonder some of that. Now, I, I don't have evidence and facts on that, so I'm not doubling down. I'm bringing up the... The very possibility, to some degree, even you could say the likelihood based on doctors viewing it under microscopes and saying, look, something is different. Whenever there's a batch that someone dies from, it looks this way. And whenever people take batches that, and they don't seem to have any problems, the vaccine looks that way under a microscope. And so very strange findings. I get that as causal, that that is not double down proof. I get all that. But I also get that we can't dismiss the concern. 
that we can't dismiss the, okay? That's the problem, folks. We cannot dismiss this. But we're getting more and more evidence that Joe Biden did not tell the truth. Anthony Fauci lied. He claimed that they were not at all uh, doing gain-of-function research, but he got caught lying there, too. Um, These are Nuremberg trial stuff, folks. This is criminal activity at the highest levels of our government. And sadly, Joe Biden is not the only guilty one. Donald Trump. Remember, he's the one that fast-tracked these vaccinations. Remember, he's the one that ratcheted up the pandemic concerns. He's the one that ordered literally thousands or hundreds of thousands, I don't even know how many, ventilators, knowing full well that once you get on a ventilator, you're most likely going to die. I've only personally known one person that's hit the ventilator that's lived. That is Dr. Scott Bradley, my dear brother. I mean, his case is a miracle, ladies and gentlemen, straight from God that he lived, that he's still on your radio preaching liberty, okay? But I'm telling you, um, it was Donald that ordered those ventilators. Now, while Donald was ordering those ventilators, just so you know, there was a gentleman from Clear. His name is Nate. He's the CEO of Clear. Clear is a company that that provides nasal sprays, nasal rinse, and has now been proven by Dr. Mercola and others that, you know what, folks? When you rinse your nose out after a COVID infection has been spotted, you are eight plus fold less likely to go to the hospital. Think about that. If you could give people the right medications, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc to strengthen them, ivermectin if needed, keep them at home, rinse their nose, reduce the likelihood they go to the hospital substantially, uh, possibly provide oxygen for them at home. Would we have the hospital crisis we have or that they've claimed we've had? See, I don't think so. And that's the problem with this whole discussion is they are absolutely telling lies. That's the problem. They're not telling the truth. This is a serious, serious problem, my fellow Americans. And while they continue to tout this misleading information or flat out lying, why do these employees in New York City have to get fired and struggle and wait and wonder and worry and then eventually get vindicated? Because your government is on a bender to lie and deceive you into taking the vaccinations. Everybody that took a vaccination so they wouldn't get fired in the country needs to now sue the Biden administration. Okay, needs to sue the uh, health commissioners, need to sue Dr. Fauci. This is criminal. All right, got a couple other subjects before the end of the hour. Hang tight. News the network refused to use continues in seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ. 
especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Fox News host. Uh, what's the name here? Harris Faulkner. I don't really pay attention to these clowns on Fox News. But anyway, Harris Faulkner clashed with a fellow panelist um, on the show called Outnumbered on Tuesday over how much blame President Joe Biden should shoulder for the economy. Okay, this is very interesting. You can't just blame inflation on the Biden administration, was the claim. You just have to look at facts, Leslie Marshall said. She's a Democrat consultant. That's what she said, okay? She said the facts are you got to look at the feds. Now, that's a very interesting statement, and believe it or not, from a Democrat, that's an accurate statement. I agree you can't just blame inflation on Joe Biden and the Biden administration. You just have to look at the facts, Leslie Marshall claimed. Now, the facts are you got to look at the feds, she said. Now, Harris Faulkner, shame on you for uh, arguing with this Democrat on this. When will you Republicans acknowledge the truth? She is spot on accurate that you got to look at the Fed. And let me tell you what you need to look at regard to the Fed. You don't need to debate their policies. You don't need to debate how um, boomer bust they are, bear bullish they are, or any of that kind of stuff. You don't have to look at their decisions on a day-to-day basis to be concerned with reality. What you got to do is look at your supreme law of the land. And it calls for constitutional currency being gold and silver with the Treasury Department, Congress setting the weights and measures for stability and confidence that we're all on the same system, that there's no funny business going on, no hanky-panky with the money, right? Uh, And if you look at the Fed, you go, this thing doesn't even have any right to exist. 
On one hand, they want you to believe it's part of the government. On the other hand, it's a private organization controlled by 12 thug banks. On one hand, they want you to believe that Congress can't control it and it shouldn't be political for the safety of the stability of the economy. But then you realize it's nothing but a bunch of shysters creating a shell game at the table of dishonesty, right? We need to call a halt to the con game, ladies and gentlemen, and realize we've been played for suckers, okay? This Fed is exactly where this Democrat said to look. Now, I know that she didn't intend to look as deeply into the reality check as Sam Bushman would, but I have to say, Leslie Marshall is right. You just have to look at the facts on the Fed. Now, she's right on that point. So rather than dismiss her and call her a Democrat and mock her, rather than Fox News host Harris Faulkner arguing with her or clashing with a fellow, a fellow panelist on the show outnumbered of how much blame Joe should get, let's not play the blame game, people. This is the theme of today's show. Let's not point at Joe, point at Donald, point at this, point at that, point at... Let's look at the truth. The supreme law of the land does not allow some fake money system to come in and betray us. And on the altar of dishonesty, game the system. And because we have fiat money, because we have the Federal Reserve, because, 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 you can't just blame Joe. You can't blame Donald. You can't blame Bill. You can't blame George. You can't blame... Barack, you can't blame Carter or Nixon, uh, uh, JFK. Well, he actually tried to do something about it. You can give him a little bit of credit. He tried to not print Federal Reserve notes. He tried to print United States notes, their $2 bills, to get us off the communist, dishonest fiat money standard. Good for JFK for one thing he did right. But there you go. And, and so this Democrat's right. You got to look at the Fed. She wanted to look at the Fed and say, oh, well, the policies of so-and-so are bad and this and that. And she wanted to go and look at the Fed and play the blame game, not just blame it on Joe, in an effort to manipulate our views before the election, you see. That's what Democrat consultants slash operatives do. Let's place the blame on the Fed, not on Joe. Therefore, Joe looks better, and the Democrats look better for the election. Again, more election tampering by dishonest, immoral, behind-the-scenes um, subversion. I would call it secondary election fraud. It's tampering behind the scenes to, 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 to change the narrative. Hey, gas prices based on the most common gas price, and the Fed's responsible, not Joe. And, wow, Joe's not really responsible. In fact, Joe's the good guy in all this, see? That's the lie that's being manipulated between these articles about gas prices and this fall, or Fox News uh, host, Harris Faulkner, and the arguing between, uh, you know, the host and Leslie. Uh, Leslie Marshall. But I want to look at the facts on the Fed and say, look, we need to abolish this criminal banking cartel. There are no other facts to discuss. It's unconstitutional. It's immoral. It's dishonest. It's criminal. And it needs to be shut down now. We need to audit and end the Fed as Ron Paul and Rand Paul and many others have been calling for for quite some time. And anybody who won't look at the facts that clearly, that directly, that transparently, um, is lying and manipulating and playing the blame game to somebody else, somewhere, somehow. You cannot get away from this fact. Because you know what? When you create fake money, and then when you create government entities that control the purchase of the biggest asset you will ever own, which is your home, right? Isn't your home kind of your biggest asset, right? 
Well, if the government creates fake money, so there's way more money in the societal economy than there should be, and then they create inflation, and then they subsidize home values by your government. So you got Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and these government mortgage lending institutions. You manipulate the price of everything. And now the price of residential homes have gone through the roof to where the average Joe can't really buy a home, but the average Joe can struggle, struggle, struggle. The people that can buy homes are big dollar investors and nobody else really. But anyway, they say the price of residential homes now could fall by up to 20% next year off the back of, quote, mortgage rate hikes from the Fed that are reducing demand, said Ian Shepardson, a chief economist of a group called Pantheon Macroeconomics. So you can expect home prices to fall. Look, nobody's buying a home. Sam Bushman will not move because even if I was thinking about moving, my interest rate right now, I've got a really low, like 2% interest rate or something, or three, I can't remember, but something like that. Uh, If I move, it'll basically double or triple almost. Who wants that? Who would move? So the only people that are going to be buying houses are the people that have to. If they've got a job uh, that calls them to a different location and they've got to sell and move for their job or, you know, people who are trying to get into the housing market uh, for the first time, first-time home buyers, et cetera, et cetera, those people will buy homes. But for the most part, uh, people won't be buying homes. And this is all manipulated by the increased price of interest rates by your Fed. And then when you consider that Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae underwrite most loans, your government is heavily manipulating the mortgage market. If you went to gold and silver and then you went to honest money, you didn't create 30-year mortgages. People had to deal with reality and risk and reward analysis, not government manipulated. You would have 5 and 10 and 15-year loans on homes, not 25 and 30 and beyond. You would have lower interest rates. You would have homes that would not be inflation-driven. You'd be able to buy a home for 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand. Easy. Now you buy homes that are 10 times that, 20 times that, 30 times that, based on inflation, based on manipulation. And when the government writes the rules of who can get mortgages then, and they write the rules to where almost anybody can get a mortgage, it doesn't matter if you saved enough or if you've worked hard for that American home dream, right? Uh, Then anybody can buy a home. Then the cost of homes just go through the roof. You pair inflation with manipulated buyer-seller transactions based on too much buyer capability, then it's a seller's dream and prices just go up and up and up and away and they create a bubble. So we had this bubble back in 2008 that melted down and they rewrote the home industry from it. Now the price of residential homes could fall 20% next year, they claim. Folks, these boom and bust cycles are all driven by the dishonest Fed. So you know what, Fox News, Harris Faulkner, you better listen sometimes when the Democrats speak. Leslie Marshall spoke truth to power to some degree. Now, I don't know if she was prepared to take the discussion where it should have gone, but if I was the host, I would have said, Leslie, you know what? You are absolutely spot on, sister. Let's talk about the abolition of the criminal banking cartel known as the Federal Reserve under the guise of government authority. You want to talk about that, Leslie? Come on, sister, let's get it done. See, she wouldn't be prepared for that conversation, I promise you. And if she is and somebody hears about this, have her call me. I'll put her on the show and we can talk about it with Leslie. But I don't think Leslie Marshall, the Democratic consultant, had that intent. I think she had intent to shift blame from Biden to the feds 
ahead of the election. But sidestep from that, accept truth where it's found. She brought it up. Just imagine if Ron Paul was sitting at that round robin table with these panels. Oh, he would have taken it and said, you're absolutely right. And then he would have drilled into the reality check, right? Just like I'm willing to do. See, you got to listen to the new media taking center stage. We've got the goods. We tell the truth. Every story we bring up is a story they won't touch, or we bring up a unique side to the story that you won't hear any. Where else? You ready for the last story of the hour? All right, let's let it rock and roll, baby. Plastic recycling. You know, the environmentalists have been shoving this down our throats forever. Your local government has been setting out a special trash can for recycling and everything else. It's an absolute big old fraud. We've told you that before, but we'll prove it now. You ready? Plastic recycling is a fool's errand. You want to know who said that? Greenpeace. Greenpeace has a report now that says it's a full, fool's errand. The problem is most plastic just cannot be recycled. The article is by Kate Siemens, if you want to know the truth. Plastic recycling is a dead-end street. So pra- proclaims a new Greenpeace report that makes the very case using an underwhelming set of stats regarding the scant amount of plastic that's actually recycled in the United States. You ready for this? Per the report of Greenpeace, at our peak in 2014, America recycled 9.5% of plastic. So when you put that plastic piece into your whatever recycling bin, they're only at their best in 2014, literally, Eight years ago, they did 9.5% of plastic. But to even get that 9.5% of plastic number, they had to lie. It was based on an inflated number by the way in which it was calculated. Let me give you an example. If we export plastic to China to be recycled, well, we claim that was recycled if we exported it to the communist nation of China. Folks, that isn't recycled. Sending it to China. And you have no evidence if they recycled it or not. Now, do you? No, you don't, you liar straight from the pit of hell. So now Greenpeace has to tell the truth. How much money have I been fleeced on these recycle bins? How much money have we, the people, taxpayers, etc., been fleeced on this lie? Only now for Greenpeace to come out with the truth, which we've been telling you all along. I'm telling you right now, if you're not listening to the new media taking center stage, you are missing out on the truth, and you're getting led around by the nose by a bunch of dishonest thugs. The issue is honesty, my fellow Americans, and I am Sam Bushman. And this is Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by several networks. Brighty on radio, Liberty Roundtable is syndicated by LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, tell the truth, call a spade a spade. And promote God, family, and country, and protect life, liberty, and property. Will you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.